0: People often wonder if there are any secret things that they are not claiming for tax that they should be. In this podcast episode, I'm going to go through the tax tip secrets for UK consultants and coaches, and you can see if there's any things that you could be claiming for. I am Annette Ferguson, Chartered Accountant and Certified Profit First Professional, and I run Annette & Co., a UK-based accounting firm. So, the very first tax tip that I want to speak about may seem a very obvious one, but In all honesty, some people fall foul of this every single year. And that is make sure that you adhere to your deadlines. If you don't adhere to your deadlines, you end up paying interest and penalties. And those are actually not tax deductible in themselves. So making sure you understand what your deadlines are, whether you're a limited company or sole trader and sticking to those. Set them in your diary as a recurring appointment with yourself so that you don't fall foul of the deadlines. Another tax tip which may seem overly simple is to make sure that you keep accurate bookkeeping records. Your bookkeeping records are what are used to drive the production of your tax returns ultimately, again, whether you are a sole trader or a limited company. It is not only a legal requirement to keep your bookkeeping records up to date, but it also makes so much sense from a tax perspective because you are able to sense check things as you go along and you can make sure that you have all those costs that you have in your records. Records so that you're not overpaying on taxes by under-declaring expenses in your business. And make sure that you claim for any allowances that you are entitled to. From a personal tax perspective, there will be things like your personal allowance, the tax-free amount that everyone gets annually... But there are also things like marriage allowance, which, for example, lets you share your personal allowance with a partner, meaning that you can take some of their personal allowance if you, for example, are in a higher tax bracket, meaning ultimately you end up paying less tax and it may not impact their tax position at all. You can save up to about 20% of the allowance transferred, so it's a great way to save tax as a family. If you have significant capital gains, making use of your capital gains allowance. Again, you can utilize a spouse or civil partner with this. If you have significant capital gains and they have none, you can transfer assets between spouse and civil partners with no capital gains implications. And then you can utilize your partner's capital gains allowance as well to pull down the overall tax that your family will pay. If you have savings, it makes sense to make use of your ISA allowance because interest received from ISAs Are tax-free. The current allowance, as at the time of recording in June 2022, is £20,000 per person per year. So you can make use of that, you can earn some interest, and the interest is completely tax-free for you. Also making sure that where you can to utilise your dividend allowance and those of your family members. So if, again, you are a spouse or in a civil partnership, you can potentially utilize the dividend allowance of your partner by having some shares that are theirs and some that are yours in your limited company and they can have a dividend distribution. So again, making the family more tax efficient overall and getting more money out into your family's pot. Payments into a registered pension scheme attract tax relief. So it can make a lot of sense to make payments into a registered pension scheme and reduce the tax that you have payable. It also is a great habit to get into setting yourself up for the future for when it comes to pension time. The pension annual allowance at this point in time is £40,000 per person. And something that many people don't know is that the government allows payments into a registered pension scheme for other people in your life. You can contribute up to £3,600 gross regardless of the individual's income or age. That means if you have a non-earning spouse, for example, or perhaps a child, you can contribute in a tax-efficient way into their pensions. There are also, of course, tax efficient ways that you can take money out of your business, whether you're a sole trader or operating as a director in a limited company. I've done two separate videos on this, so I'm going to link to those in the description to this video for you to check out after you've finished watching this one. You might want to consider employing a family member within your business. Now, the employment must be of a commercial nature. They do need to do things in your business. You need to be aware of minimum wage legislation, but again, it can be an efficient way to get money out of Of a business and into the hands of your family most people absolutely know this if they're running a business but making sure that you are including a claim for what's called use of home as office or working from home allowance Making sure that you include all those costs that you have associated with your business, whether you're a sole trader or a limited company, is also really important. Sometimes people can forget to include things like little bits of stationery, for example, but they all add up and they all are deducted against the tax that you have to pay. So making sure that you have all those costs included is really important. Even if you pay for those costs personally, if they are for business purposes, you can reclaim those. Remember, if you travel outside a normal commute, then you can claim travel expenses for your business. Again, whether you're a sole trader or a limited company. And if you have to stay away overnight somewhere, also make sure that you include those costs too. There is also a piece of legislation called trivial benefits. This is applicable to you if you are an employee of your own limited company. Sorry, this one doesn't exist for sole traders, but this is for employees of their own limited company. And for you, you can get a little bit more at your business completely tax-free. In fact, up to an additional £300 a year using the trivial benefits legislation. What this legislation says is that you don't pay tax or national insurance. Basically, this is not treated as a benefit in kind if the following applies. There is a benefit for the employee, in this case you as a director. It does not cost more than £50. It isn't cash or a cash voucher. It's not a reward for work performed and it is not a contractual obligation. Where these four things exist, you can claim a trivial benefit and for the director of a limited company with less than five shareholders, you can do this multiple times a year up to the value of £300, although each individual spend must be £50 or less. And finally, making sure that you claim capital allowances on the assets purchased for your business. Again, this is applicable whether you are a sole trader or whether you're running a limited company. For example, we currently now have the 130% super deduction that is valid from the 1st of April, 2021 to the 30th of March, 2023. And that means that you can actually claim more than the costs of the asset purchase for tax purposes. So, it's a massive win when it comes to your tax return. It basically allows companies to cut their tax by 25 pence for every pound they invest. Now, if you are struggling with the accounting or tax stuff for your business, then do reach out to me at yt at I would love to help. Thank you so much for tuning in today I hope you got lots of value from this episode now if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business I'd love to help make sure you reach out to me at podcast at uk. that's podcast at uk, and let me know how I can help of course remember to subscribe to this podcast as well thanks again